Some people can be very productive and they can get a lot of things done. If you look at how much Leonardo da Vinci accomplished in the 15th century with no internet, no Uber and no technology, then I think we're all forced to ask ourselves, what the f*** are we doing with our time? Some more examples. Isaac Asimov was a 20th century writer and professor who wrote or edited more than 500 books and over 90,000 letters. Now, compared to the average college student who can't even seem to finish their 3,000 word essay just in time, Elon Musk is also able to run several billion dollar companies in many industries while at the same time taking over the leading role of space colonization. No pressure. 90% of the time I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. What's the secret to these people like Leonardo, Elon Musk, Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Edison, Arnold Schwarzenegger and many others? They seem to accomplish a lot more with their time. Are they superhuman? Or is Elon Musk an alien who wants to return to his home planet? Hello, I'm Elon Musk. Most of this superhuman productivity results from these people having higher priorities and standards for their goals. But they also have more productive routines and systems for those goals. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. Welcome to the Body Mind Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host Simland and that's what we'll be talking about in today's episode. How to reach superhuman productivity levels like Leonardo da Vinci and Elon Musk. No pressure. Body, mind, empowerment. Get stronger, faster, smarter, quicker, friendlier, more helpful, more driven. Everything the body needs. Control your mind. I think I'm quite a productive person because I published over 300 videos on YouTube over the last year. I read a few hundred books the last year as well. Written several books of my own, I run a podcast, I write about three to five blog posts a week, and I also keep myself in good physical shape. With that being said, I'm definitely no Elon Musk or Leonardo da Vinci, but I do think that I can give you some superhuman productivity tips that can help even mere mortals get more things done. Uh, where are the aliens? According to Elon Musk himself, he's not an alien, but let's leave that option open for the time being. What I'm going to tell you now are these 10 routines or methods for superhuman productivity that will drastically make you more productive. Maybe they're among us, I don't know. Alright, method number one, pre-plan your day. Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. That's a very important point because being productive isn't just about working hard and grinding your face off. It's about working smarter and more effectively. If you want to reach your goals, then you have to know what needs to be done and how to do it. Otherwise, you're simply clueless and you're expecting something to happen. Nothing ever happens just in of itself. How much time do you waste on thinking about what you should do? Whether that be after waking up or whenever you get an empty gap during the day. Most of your time gets probably wasted on commuting, setting up your workstation, waiting to get motivated, or simply procrastinating. On the flip side, if you're clear about what tasks need to be done and you create an action plan in advance, then you're more likely to go through it faster as well. In the example of Benjamin Franklin, who was one of the founding fathers of the United States, an inventor, an entrepreneur, and a politician, you would want to plan out the next day, the day before already. 
Benjamin Franklin's evening routine consisted of preparing his environment for tomorrow. He also asked himself, what good have I done today? Which means, did what I do today actually move me closer to my goals? This forced him to objectively evaluate his behavior and assess his results so he could implement changes wherever needed. What I do is write out the most important things I need to do for the day the previous night already before going to bed. This is gonna prime my subconscious mind to start working on them while sleeping already because after I wake up then I don't have to think about what I need to do. In the morning, Benjamin Franklin would ask himself, what good shall I do today? Which means, what are the things I need to do today to get closer to my goals? That's the power of having a strategy and an action plan of the daily activities you need to do. It's gonna take out the guessing and makes it easier for you to stick to as well. I think we got a plan. Method number two, morning routine momentum. The first moments of the morning are the most important ones because they're gonna dictate the course of the rest of the day. Albert Einstein called the compounding effect the eighth wonder of the world. It's momentum, a progressive combination of events that eventually reach a colossal scale. If you immediately hit the snooze or start with negative self-talk, then you're more likely to procrastinate throughout the entire day. The key to gaining momentum on your side is to start moving and getting in motion. You have to push off the first and easiest domino that would make the following dominoes fall automatically. Here are some good tips for that. When you open your eyes, you need to get out of your bed. I don't recommend using an alarm clock because it can disrupt your sleeping patterns and make you more tired, but you need to get out of your bed sheets in some shape or form. Go wash your face, open the window, Breathe some fresh air outside, expose yourself to sunlight, do some jumping jacks or burpees, take a cold shower, whatever it may be. Then put yourself in the right mindset. You can either be controlled by your emotions or you can choose which emotional state you're going to be in. Meditation with visualization, gratitude journaling, affirmations, positive self-talk, they're all going to make you feel better about yourself. And it's easier to start the day if you're feeling good. This is a principle in physics as well. Newton's first law states, an object in motion stays in motion, and an object at rest stays at rest unless acted upon by an opposing force. You're always being influenced by momentum. In what direction you'll end up going depends on the force you're being influenced by. Having the intrinsic desire to learn and improve yourself should be the catalyst that sets you off on the right track of growth. This kind of childlike curiosity was the stepping stone to Da Vinci's genius. He said things like, learning never exhausts the mind. Every action needs to be prompted by a motive. It had long since come to my attention that people of accomplishment rarely sat back and let things happen to them. They went out and happened to things. Pow. Which brings us to method number three, daily deep work. The last part of your morning routine has to be something productive. Your first hours after waking up should be dedicated to your most important tasks because, because you'll get over with them faster and you'll thus gain even more momentum. Leonardo has another quote. I have been impressed with the urgency of doing. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. 
we must do. The key is to do undisturbed deep work where you're not getting distracted by the outside world. If you lose your focus, then you not only waste a lot of time, but you'll also lose momentum. That's why you have to dedicate a certain chunk of time to deep work every day, where you're focusing hard on one single thing without distractions. Leonardo da Vinci was obviously a master at this, as he was able to create the most famous pieces of art in history, while still coming up with innovative technological solutions. Modern life of comfort and pleasure can condition you to want to get your social media dopamine rush all the time. Some people can even get anxiety attacks if they haven't checked their phone every 30 minutes. But what if it's an important call? The advantage of living at Florence during the Renaissance was that there were fewer distractions. However, Leonardo was still a beast when it came to planning and executing bigger projects. Here's an excerpt from his journal about his plan to draw the city of Milan. First, calculate the measurement of Milan and the suburbs. Second, find a book that treats Milan and its churches. Three, discover the measurement of Corte Vecchio, which is the courtyard in the Duke's palace. Fourth, discover the measurement of the Castello, which is the Duke's palace itself. Fifth, get the master of arithmetic to show you how to square a triangle. There are many other steps that go into more detail about what he needs to do, and he ends up with draw Milan, and you, you basically get the point Do it. to talk about Da Vinci-like precision and attention to detail. For deep work, you have to turn yourself to airplane modes and eliminate all the potential distractions. You have to go into this Jedi-like state of mind and stay immersed in the activity for at least a few hours every day, which is why tip number four is to not procrastinate or ruminate. One of the worst things you could ever make is waste time on procrastination or ruminating over your thoughts. Procrastination is the biggest waste of time there is because, first of all, you're not being productive, you're not getting anything done, and secondly, you start ruminating over your procrastination. This is gonna cause mental angst. Ah, I know I should be doing something, but I'm not. There's nothing useful in that, literally nothing useful. It's only gonna elevate cortisol, which makes you even more stressed out, it's gonna strengthen the habit of procrastination even further, and you still won't get anything done. Seriously, procrastination is lethal, and it's literally the killer of all hopes and dreams. I'm not talking about taking a break from work or having fun. I'm talking about pushing things off, deliberately checking your phone, which should have been in airplane mode in the first place, lying to yourself and simply being lazy. Whenever you do find yourself procrastinating, you have a deadline but you're not feeling like doing it, then you have to remind yourself of neuroplasticity. Your brain literally rewires itself all the time according to what you say and what you do. If you start to procrastinate, then you're teaching your brain that it's okay to procrastinate and it's gonna get easier in the future. The more often you have certain thoughts and habits, the more efficient your brain becomes at repeating those behavioral patterns again in the future. This process is called myelination. Your brain literally and physically becomes better at procrastinating every moment you do it. So, you better stop it right now. STOP IT! To overcome procrastination, you have to go back to the first domino stone that would get momentum back on your side. You have to get into motion as soon as possible and do something that will get you moving again. Otherwise, you're gonna drown in your own inaction and procrastination. 
Which brings me to method number five. Live 10 minutes at a time. If you want to reach superhuman productivity levels, then you have to learn how to maximize every hour of your day. I'm talking about squeezing the life out of every minute. The truth is that people like Elon Musk or Da Vinci, they had to sacrifice some of the things in their life, like watching TV or going to parties every night. It doesn't mean that you have to give up leisure time where you get to do more unproductive things that are fun and enjoyable. Instead, you have to be so ruthlessly efficient with your work time that you're going to end up having more free time. That's why it's so important to have routines and keystone habits that make you blaze through the day with super high productivity while having downtime later. When it's time to work, you work. When it's time to have fun, you have fun. You've probably had this experience where you were very productive the first parts of the day. You had an awesome morning routine, your deep work went amazing, you're in the zone. I'm good at this. And then you decide to have a short break. That's good, and taking breaks are very important and they can actually promote productivity. However, after a while, you find yourself browsing through Reddit, liking funny memes on Facebook, sitting on your ass and simply stuffing pencils into your nose. To prevent these situations where you lose momentum and fall off the wagon, you have to be as diligent with your breaks as you are with your work. I want to share with you this concept of living 10 minutes at a time. 10 minutes is a long time to get a lot of things done. You can write the outline for an essay in 10 minutes. You can have a killer high-intensity workout in 10 minutes. You can go through your emails in 10 minutes. You can talk to someone about great ideas for 10 minutes. You can come up with a million-dollar business idea in 10 minutes. You can read a book in 10 minutes. And you can get lost in procrastination in just 10 minutes. If you were to dissect your day into smaller chunks and bite-sized pieces, then you can really get a lot more done. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes because some tasks, they may take up to an hour. It can be 20 minutes, it can be 30 to 90 minutes, whatever. The Pomodoro technique incorporates 20 minutes of work with 5 minute breaks. But the problem with the Pomodoro technique is that you may enter the zone only at minute 15 and then you're gonna get zapped out of it right away because of the alarm clock. Instead, the idea is to dedicate small chunks of time to doing something important with incredible intensity. I'm talking about this tunnel vision laser-like focus where the only thing that exists is you and the task at hand. They're like mini deep work sessions where you're not wasting time, you're not getting distracted, but you're focusing hard on this one thing. To keep yourself on the right track, you have to ask yourself, what have I been doing the last 10 minutes? Is it any good? Have I been simply sitting on my ass and loitering? Or have I actually been productive and do what I need to do? Then you need to also ask, what will I be doing for the next 10 minutes? This is gonna keep momentum on your side and it's also keeping you on the line constantly. You have to value your time and take action as if you only had 10 minutes left to accomplish your goals. Elon Musk obviously puts this into practice as he says, focus on signal over noise. Don't waste time on stuff that doesn't actually make things better. I don't ever give up. I mean, I'd have to be 
dead or completely incapacitated. Let's carry on with method number six, batch produce. Another great tip is to be productive in large batches. Like I said, a lot of time gets wasted on first getting motivated, setting up the right gear, putting things in order, and then trying to focus. The longer you do something, the easier it gets. And if you've already got the ball rolling, then why stop? If you were to batch produce your work in large chunks, then you're gonna get more done because you cut out the minutia, the admin work. The reason why Henry Ford was able to dominate the automobile industry was that of machine-like batch production. His factories actually produced so many cars that people couldn't even catch up with the consumption. They overproduced. Of course, you as a person are not a factory, but the idea is that by creating things in large chunks, you get more things done with less time. It's not even a good idea to try and be productive if you know that you don't have time to accomplish any significant amount of work. That's why you have to pre-plan these larger chunks of deep work in which you're living 10 minutes at a time. What I do with these videos and podcasts is that I pre-record at least a week's worth of content in one session because the camera is already set up and the mic is all warmed up. I'm ready and I've also gained momentum so I'm gonna keep going. The most unproductive thing I could do right now would be to pause this podcast and you know oh I'm gonna carry on tomorrow even though we have you know three more methods to go. <laughs> that would be the most stupidest thing to ever do and that's why I'm not gonna do it. Leonardo da Vinci took his batch production method to the extreme and I think he even went too far with it. He was famous for having a lot of unfinished projects because some of his most famous paintings like the Divine Supper or Mona Lisa they took like decades for him to finish. Maybe it was part of his plan to you know keep improving himself and to not prematurely finish them or maybe he was simply bored and wanted to teach himself Latin and learn about anatomy instead. But maybe his priorities simply changed periodically. Whatever the case may be, he was still ruthlessly effective at producing a lot of content. And I think the reason why he was able to do it was to do with method number 7. Via negativa everything. Cutting away procrastination and wasting time is a must if you want to reach superhuman productivity. However, you also need to cut off all the other unnecessary distractions that don't serve you. So many activities! Via negativa translates from Latin into negative way. It's basic addition through subtraction. You remove the unessential and you end up with more of the vital few. Less is more. And yeah, sorry, so many activities to choose from isn't always better. It's making my head spin how many activities we can do. Via negativa can be applied to all of your habits, your food, your material belongings, your responsibilities and your time. What activities you do or stuff you have that you actually don't need? Are you doing something just out of habit or are you trying to maintain this old commitment? How much better your life would be if you didn't have to carry all that extra baggage. Removing all the unessential first is actually a lot more important than trying to add more stuff because one rotten apple is gonna ruin the whole batch and you better get rid of your rotten apples before you build an orchard. Bruce Lee, who obviously was a super productive human, knew what he was talking about when he said, quote, 
It's not the daily increase, but the decrease. Hack away at the unessential. Which brings us to method number eight. Avoid the busy trap. If you really start to via negativa all the things in your life, you'll discover that you actually have a lot of time that you're simply wasting away. Once you hack those time swamps, then you're going to end up with more time to do deep work, more time to improve yourself, more time to be healthy, and more time to enjoy yourself. Being superhumanly productive isn't about being busy. The two aren't mutually inclusive. You can be very busy and not get anything done at all. You can be very good at something without reaching the desired outcome. You can be very stressed out and work hard without getting closer to your goals. The busy trap will make you less effective because you'll be more stressed out, you'll have less focus and you'll waste time. Saying that you're so busy is actually a way of saying that you're overwhelmed by your tasks. It's a matter of not being capable of handling the things you have to do and not knowing how to manage your time properly. The key is to recognize the areas in your life where you have to be productive and effective. This will already allow you to avoid all the potential busy traps. Then you need to apply the Pareto's principle or the 80-20 rule. What 20% of the activities give me 80% of the results? Which of my activities and habits require a ton of effort, but the outcomes aren't significant at all? Am I making my life much harder than it needs to be by trying to be busy? Get busy living, you get busy dying. Avoiding decision fatigue and getting stuck in overthinking is also important for not being so busy. There are many decisions you could make every day, but most of them are useless. That's why following certain routines and habits are so good because they help you to get more done with less hassle. Being busy and having more stuff to do won't improve the quality of your life and it won't necessarily move you closer to your goals. The key is to recognize what needs to be done and then have the discipline to do it. Winnie the Pooh, who isn't necessarily the most super productive person you can find, he still has some wisdom to share with us. Quote, Don't underestimate the value of doing nothing, of just going along, listening to all the things you can't hear and not bothering. At the same time, method number nine is keeping your body fine-tuned. How much energy and brain power you have at any moment of the day depends on the state of your mitochondria. The mitochondria are the power plants of your cells that influence your ability to perform and feel energized. Exercising, eating nutritious foods, getting quality sleep and exposure to natural sunlight will all boost your powers to get more things done. Here's what you need to do. Eat whole foods with enough healthy fats, fiber and protein. Move your body every day in some shape or form. Work out 3-5 to five times a week. Keep your cardiovascular condition in check so you wouldn't get that tired outside of the gym. Get at least 6-8 to eight hours of good sleep per night. Follow the circadian rhythms and expose yourself to natural sunlight during the day. Staying healthy and vigorous is definitely essential for not only your ability to focus and be productive, but to also recover from the work you do faster. Which brings us to method number 10, recuperation. The common theme across all of these routines and methods I've been talking about is that they're low stress but high effectiveness. 
That's why you have to make room for downtime where you're being quote-unquote unproductive. I'm not talking about laying on a couch or eating inflammatory chips that will give you brain fog. Instead, you have to first give your body and mind some rest by doing active recovery activities like walking, red light therapy, saunas and yoga. I think uh, Winnie the Pooh would like that. No what's for breakfast. Leonardo da Vinci certainly valued the importance of recuperation. He said, Every now and then go away, have a little relaxation, for when you come back to your work, your judgment will be surer. Go some distance away, because then the work appears smaller, and more of it can be taken in at a glance. Then a lack of harmony and proportion is more readily seen. What he's basically saying is that, if you're stuck in being busy and you're stuck in being so stressed out, then it's very difficult to notice what you're doing wrong or where could you potentially improve. Only if you get out of that cycle by actually resting and recovering, only then can you reveal yourself the path where you need to go next. Another critical component is to re-evaluate your progress and analyze your results. If you're not getting any closer to your goals, then you could spend your time on something that would. Self-reflection and thinking about the rightness of your ways are one of the other superpowers you have. You can look at what you're doing and then reorganize the direction you're heading towards. Elon Musk also said, I think it's very important to have a feedback loop where you're constantly thinking about what you've done and how you could be doing it better. I think it's the best piece of advice. Constantly think about how you could be doing things better and questioning yourself. And this is something that people tend to avoid because mm -hmm. it's, it's painful. painful yeah. um, but, but I think this is a very common mistake. And there you have it. I practically gave you the entire blueprint for being superhumanly productive throughout the entire day. The real secret is planning and prioritization. Knowing what you need to do and then be able to do it. Simply having the knowledge or the latest time management app isn't enough. You have to get your skin in the game and actually deliver the results because when it comes to your goals, results are all that matter. If you want to know how to reach superhuman productivity levels and get more things done, become more successful while still having more time for fun, then check out my Empowered Morning Routine video course on Udemy. It has 4 hours of content on optimizing your morning for both health, high effectiveness and time management. I'll leave the links in the show notes. But in addition to that, I'd also appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes and other social media platforms. It's going to improve the productivity and health and performance of other people, which in turn will lead to a more productive, more successful society. So... I'd definitely appreciate it if you could simply leave us a review. But that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure you click the like, subscribe, notification bell as well. My name is Seem. Stay superhuman. Stay empowered.